This episode of the Back of the Bus podcast is brought to you by Dark Army Apparel. They haven't given us any money for this, so they don't know they're doing this, but we expect a check. Welcome, everybody, to Back of the Bus Podcast, episode 13. We are coming to you live from Flippers Inside Town and Country Mall. Little known fact, the first place I had my first tongue kiss. No shit. Not in Flippers, but Town and Country Mall. Oh, okay. You know, that would have been awesome at Flippers. They, they had the Cafe Iguana in there and everything else. Yeah, it wasn't a Cafe Iguana either because I was like 13, I think. But nice. anyway, so yeah, guys. Who, who was he? <laughs> It was Jacob Cross. So anyway, welcome to the episode 13 of Back of the Bus Podcast. I'm half, he's black. It is after Christmas. We are happy. We are getting ready for the New Year's. New Year's? Yeah, New Year's. Why not? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Remember, guys, you can always find us on any of your podcast apps. That includes the podcast app from Apple, iTunes. Google Play, Podbean, Pocket Cast, and every brand new episode goes up on the SoundCloud, if I remember, also because we're too cheap to pay for a a full account. Yeah, the if you remember part is kind of important. Yeah, super bad at that. Anyway, so we've also got an email. We're going to be reading a listener email. Um, I should say we're going to be reading the listener email. Yeah, the the listener email. We also got our first actual like review on iTunes recently. Oh, we did. Yeah, so we thank did. you guys for thank that. You. Appreciate That's it. awesome. So we gotta, we gotta get more of those, please. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. So what's the email address? It is back of the bus Miami at gmail.com. And you can hit us up on Instagram. At it's at Back of the Bus Podcast on Instagram. I had actually thought about going live on Instagram to record the whole show. But then I realized there's so much editing that we do because we trail off so much in this show. Yeah, I mean, you know, we should fuck around and do that one day, though. But it's got to be one of those situations where we're we're really locked in on on what the fuck oh, yeah, we're going to we, talk yeah, about. Yeah, and exactly. We planned it out, not like some of these shows that we throw together on scrap paper yeah. for just twenty minutes before we record. Spit and bubblegum. That's right. All it goes down. Speaking of listeners, um, we hit five hundred. We had five hundred. Listeners. Well, we have 535 downloads okay. in total. I don't know how many listeners that equates to. I don't care. Listen, I said we have 500 listeners. Fuck it. We got 500. 500 and, and listeners. 96% are American. 1% are German, French, British, and Canadian each. 1%. Whoa, so nice. Danke. Merci. German, French. Hello. Good day. <laughs> and hey, dear. How you doing? <laughs> Fucking tea and crumpets. All yeah. Right. Tea and crumpets. Appreciate you guys. Thank we you so appreciate much. you guys. So, when are we going to get to the listener email? You want to get to that at the end of the show? Uh, yeah. We, All right. We cool. Towards the end. Again, just like just like Black said, we love planning everything. Out. Yeah. See, we absolutely. did not plan this out, guys. If you've been with us before, you know we always like to start the show with our favorite segment called Ah, ah the atmosphere. We hit on a couple subjects that, um, you know, kind of maybe you heard about throughout social media, on the news, that kind of stuff. And we just like to touch on them really quick and then give our opinion and keep moving on, okay? So, the first one is Christmas. Now, bah humbug. 
So in my house, I am known as the Grinch. I am the Grinch of Christmas. Absolutely. This year, I tried to be a little bit different. I tried to be a little bit, you know, nicer and everything else. I promised Um, that I would do that next year. Like, I told him I'd actually, like, maybe I'd get, like, like, we did the tree or whatever. mm -hmm. But I told him next year, like, oh, fuck around and I'll do lights around the house. Wait, you didn't put lights up? Around the house? You are the Grinch. Fuck that shit, dude. Dude, you were the Grinch. I told him also maybe next year for Halloween, if they don't piss me off between now and then, we'll do, I'll do, like, I'll go balls out and we'll do the Halloween decorations and shit together. I yeah. No, I, I, I had to decorate the whole house. No. Like, oh, my Christmas lights aren't that. My Christmas lights aren't on right now. But anyway, so. Dude, but here's the, here's the shit that drives me crazy. So we went through all this hassle of getting this tree okay. and decorating this tree. Yeah. And the only person who plug in the stupid thing every night was me. Wait, you plug it in every night? Yeah, we don't, we don't have, like, the thing, so. We, I don't have it either. That thing just stays on until it just lights up and burns the place down. No, man, no. You're crazy. So I, at night before I go to bed, I unplug it, and then when I get home from work, I walk in the house, and it's already dark because it's dark yeah. early around these around this time of year, and nobody's fucking plugged the stupid thing. In. It's just like <laughs> a fucking dog all over again. Yeah, this basically. fucking obsession with a dog. Give of me course. a dog. Give me a dog. Give me a dog. I'm the only motherfucker that doesn't want a dog. <laughs> I gotta constantly be like, yo, can you go play with your dog? No, like, I don't want to. We just tore we like tore this thing away from its family so that you can own it and look at it and pretend like you know. You care. Yeah. No, it's no, so no. frustrating. Yeah. But that's our job as parents. And unfortunately, that's our job as dads. Now, what did you get for Christmas? I actually I actually made out like a, like a fat rat this year. Really? Yeah, yeah. I actually oh. did pretty well. I mean, a lot of the stuff is stuff I've been asking for for like forever. It's just stuff that I normally could have just bought for myself. Like I got some shades because the kids are broken. My son Okay. So very popular from Ray-Bans. And um, some sneakers because I've been rocking these same Team Jordans for like five years. <laughs> So she she finally broke down and got me a pair of kicks. Uh, nice. My sister, whom we you know her and Joy and I had all agreed we weren't gonna buy each other something. Right. She bought you something anyway. She showed up with an Amazon. What a scumbag! Amazon Echo Dot. So I've been fucking okay. around, fucking around with Alexa these last couple of days. Yeah. Oh, uh, at the at the white elephant party that we did at Grace's, I got some weed. Nice. Nice. Yeah, yo, that shit was mad crazy. It was like a two steal situation. Uh huh. Yeah. So we stole. I. How would how'd it go? Barry stole the weed from somebody. Okay. Right? Then the guy who originally brought the weed okay. stole it back. Okay. All right. That's my boy Fredo. No. Most of most of the weed from Ferry. Then I remember how it happened. I was drinking. Fredo ended up with the weed. He's the one who originally bought the weed. Uh, Nika had a bottle of bourbon or some shit that he God bought damn what kind of white elephant party is this so hold up so then fairy because her shit got stolen she stole the bottle from nika uh-huh. and then nika stole the weed from fredo and then we traded nice so we ended up back with the weed anyway there you go damn i'm sorry for whoever's listening if i don't remember the shit you got me but those are the things that there you go popped up we'll see you made out a, uh, really well yeah i got a pair of crocs that sucks and i got a, i got a door lock oh I got like an automated door lock. Oh, okay. Which is cool. But it led me to realize something. This year more than ever. I don't know why I didn't realize it before. But it led me to realize that when we were kids and we would give our parents things, those were really shitty gifts that we gave our parents. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Like that was my that was me last year. Yeah. Last year I was like You got coupon books and stuff? What the fuck? Yeah. So like we as we've come to that age now where we get the shitty gifts. I knew it would happen. You know, 
as you get older, you're like, oh man, my gifts aren't as cool anymore. And eventually, I realized that I was like, yeah, yeah, we're the ones who get kind of the the macaroni. We've turned into those people, and now. Well, I'll tell you, you know, growing up in my house as the oldest of a lot of siblings, I've been kind of on that tip for a while, for a hot minute. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've I've been on that tip. Actually, it's kind of lately it started to like go in the other direction. Okay. But for a hot, like you know, when I was sixteen, that shit started. I remember one year, my mom she was so upset for it. She, like, the most she could do, she was for giving me some towels. And I remember opening those towels, like, it was the greatest fucking thing I've ever You're seen. Like, yeah! I could not bear to see her, like, in pain and shit, but, yeah, she sucked at the towel. So, the other day, not the other day, but a couple years ago, first, like, oh, I'm gonna get you some socks. And so, I was like, bitch, you give me socks. <laughs> and we get a fucking divorce. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Like, I'd rather you just go get me, like... Nothing. Like, give me a gift card to... Subway. <laughs> Instead of getting me socks. So I I realized that and I'm just like, man. And then I think once you realize that, that's when you start giving your parents good gifts. Like as sure. adult children, that's when you start giving your parents good gifts because you're like, yo, I've re- you you lived through a bunch of years of really shitty, shitty gifts. gifts. Yeah. Like, here you go. I'm sorry. Yeah, for sure. And so it was just very weird to me. I'm also gonna do something this year. Um so my the eight year old he still sort of believes in Santa, so we are going to write a letter from Santa to him, saying that he is aged out of the Santa program, and that he I'm surprised that you you guys are gonna go that I told the girls last year that Santa was real. But here's the fucked up part about that dude: they're in total denial. Yeah. So like three days after Christmas last year, I uh-huh. sat him down and I broke the news to him. Jelly instantly started crying. <laughs> Lily was perfectly fine with it. Of course she is. And that was it. That was the, that was the end of the conversation. A couple of days, you know, Jelly was kind of sad for a couple of days or whatever. Boom, it was fine. Yeah. Yo, this year, tell me how they're like, yo, so, we, like, where are my mom's for dinner? Yo, mom tore it up this year. Yeah? Mom made, we went with, like, a southern-style barbecue. Okay. Instead of, like, regular shit. Uh-huh. She made, like, pulled pork and bacon. Nice. Fucking fire. Anyway. So we're at my old lady's house. Everybody's stuffed. Like, I barely can move. Into it. It's like 12 already. Okay. And Lily's like, we gotta go home. We gotta go home. We gotta go home. We gotta go to sleep because if Santa's not gonna bring the gifts. But I'm like, fucking gifts are already under the tree. You already seen all the boxes. He ain't bringing shit. Like, what are you talking? I thought I told you this shit last year. But they're like in total fucking denial. And utter denial. And it's crazy to me that there's th- that's where we are. Like, I of all the reactions I was expecting. Yeah. That's not the one I was expecting. Where they're just in denial. Just they still believe. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, well, fuck it. Whatever. I, like, I didn't say anything. I, yeah. didn't, I was just like, yeah, sure. We got to go home and go to sleep. <laughs> Better for me. Go to sleep. But it was madness, dude. Madness. I, I, I don't understand it at all, but whatever. So very, hope you block that part out. Don't let the kids listen to that part. <laughs> well, the kids shouldn't be listening to this podcast anyway. Oh, say they do. I'm, I'm a bad parent, but they listen. <sighs> Let's just say you're 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 you're, you're a millennial pastor. Sure, <laughs> sure. Let's go with that. I'm a millennial. There we go. So you got any, you didn't get anything else besides Crocs? Uh, yeah. I got I got I got a, I got a door lock. The door lock. I got a door lock and I got Crocs. And then I bought myself a whole bunch of stuff on Amazon. Nice, nice. Good call. Yeah, man. Um, you know what we talked about like 
my siblings and I and like Barry and like whatever was that what we would do at, for the, all the adults is instead of anybody spending money on each other on Christmas, we'd all just focus on the kids for Christmas. Okay. And then all of the adults would all pitch in to get each person a really dope gift on their birthday. Okay. That, that makes sense. It didn't materialize at all last year. I'm hoping we can do it this, do year. It this year, especially since I'm up first. But so that's so that everyone has the funds and then right. they just kind of die out. Yeah. Okay. But you know, that's uh that I think that's a good plan. And I think that for grown ups, you know, it's not obviously the price of the gift doesn't matter. Uh-huh. But you're able, especially because there are a lot of us, right? Since yeah. there's so many of us, you're able to really kind of go all out and and hook somebody up. Like Fairy knows that the shit I've been wanting forever and you know, hint hint is a new television, right? Uh-huh. Obviously, I'm not expecting everybody to pitch in and get me a new TV. Right. But, you know, I want to post up a couple hundred bucks and get a boy a quarter of the way there. I might be more open to getting it than having to go and drop the full G on fucking TV yeah, myself. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So that's that's kind of what my, my head was at when I proposed the idea. And then... And so we'll see if we can pull it off this year. All right. So this next story has kind of two of your favorite things involved, right? Oh, okay. First, it has your president, Donald Trump, uh, okay. and Twitter. Okay. Oh, even so better. This morning, did you see his tweet this morning? I think I know where you're going with it, but there's so many that you lose track. Okay. And then the second part of this story is your favorite city in the world, the Bronx. Okay. So this morning, Donald Trump tweeted jestfully about how half of his country, the country that he is the leader of, was going to be frozen. And they were going to have a really bad, a really difficult, cold couple days. And he said, maybe we should take some of that global warming that the U.S. used to pay for, we're not paying for anymore, and we should bring it over to warm everybody up, right? Yes. Well, he's making these jokes, and then in the Bronx, because they were trying to stay warm, a little kid, it looks like, turned on his stove, his gas stove, so he could have a flame, so he could stay warm. And burned down the building, killing 12 people, four of them being kids. Wow. So this piece of dog shit is making jokes from West Palm Beach, where it, it is, look, man, we're in Miami, it is 75 degrees right now. Like, I'll tell you right now, let me look it up. It is... It's like 68 right it's now. It's 68 right now. Yeah. 68 degrees right now. And in West Palm Beach, it's about the same. And he's sitting there making jokes about the people that he is supposed to be leading that needing to be at global warming so that they could get warmer and people are dying. And this isn't just about the Bronx. I brought it up because it tied into you sure. being from New York, but it's about people all around. It was negative 32 in Watertown, New York. Oh dude, yesterday I was looking at it and it was like eight degrees in Boston. And I'm like, single digit shit right now. Yeah. And we're like, listen, what do you mean to start? Um, he's a moron. Anybody who makes the argument that because it's cold right now, global warming doesn't exist is an idiot. I will say that maybe the the as far as branding goes, uh-huh. people should have thought better than to call it global, global warming. warming. Yeah, we talked that we talked about that on that show. We talked about we said it should have been climate, climate change. change from from Jump Street. Um, 
But I mean, it, it's just fascinating because that this is the default argument, right? Like, oh well, we're gonna. Have, I think it said something about we're gonna have the coldest New Year's Eve on in whatever. Yes, New New York is supposed to have the coldest New Year's Eve since the 1960s. Okay. So what what fascinates me about that is that I everything else seems to be people seem to understand the the polarity of things, right? That when you have extreme one way, everything balances out to the extreme. Yes. Opposite side. So how their argument is that it's cold, therefore it's not hotter, doesn't make any sense. It's colder because it's hotter. Yes. It. I, whatever. I. This well, is the leader of the free world. One what of the things. Tell you? Uh, and, well, no, he's no longer the leader. And fifty-three million or whatever the fuck number of people was voted for this idiot. Yeah. So every fifty-three million of you are fucking morons if you believe that. Just because we're gonna have a cold spell right now doesn't mean that climate change is not a real thing. Just go fuck yourself. Sorry, I don't know. What to, I, I don't know what to tell you. To be honest, that was good. No, that was a good end. Appreciate it. Star Wars. It's Star Wars. I saw it. You finally saw it. So, what are you talking about? I finally saw it. Oh yeah, you're right because I didn't see it the first week. You're absolutely right. Good yeah. job on calling me out on that. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I finally saw Star Wars. Uh, I will tell you this. I walked out of the theater. And I was meh about it. I was like, eh, I could have, could have done without some of those. As I progressed and thought about them and actually sat and I was like, oh, you know what? No, the movie wasn't bad. Look, the movie by all means was not perfect. No, no movie is anymore, right? Everyone, and I, and everyone has their own expectations of, of a movie, right? Like we want to go into a movie and we want it to be a perfect movie for us. It will never be a perfect movie for us. The closest we can get is, damn, that was really good. Right. And, and one of the things I said after I saw the movie was this, there were more moments for me where I was like, Oh, then I was like, Oh, right. Correct. You know? So Mary Poppins moment. I was like, Leia. Oh, okay. That's what we're calling it. Now. We're calling it the Mary Poppins moment. It's super califragilistic, So when spoiler alert, all right. So listen, if you haven't seen Star Wars yet, one get with the program. Two, we're about to talk about it. Leia, when she gets blown up and into space, and then she flies back towards the Force. I didn't get it, and I thought it looked really dumb, and I thought it was really stupid. It would have been a great way to end her career, arc, right. her arc. Like just yeah, there you go. She got zapped out. I mean, Admiral, uh, Admiral Akbar did. It's a trap. He got zapped out. He got blown up. And that's fine. But she came back. To serve what purpose? She didn't do much for the rest of the movie. You know what I mean? But when I heard, when I heard, how do you say his name? Rain Johnson? Rian Johnson? Yeah, Ryan. Yeah. Or... When I heard him talk about it, his whole thing was that she, in none of the movies, she really used the Force. Ever. Even though she was Luke's twin, and Luke is probably the most powerful Jedi right now, right? So what he saw was that it was like those in those moments where somebody's drowning, and then they kind of just get yeah, that like second wind, yeah, yeah, and they're able to do it. Like the like, story about the mom lifts the car. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's like that. that's what his his theory was behind it. When I read that, I said, "All right, cool," but the visuals the visuals sucked at that. Like it looked terrible. Right. Um. After that, most of the movie was good. Now. When we were discussing this before, we were talking to my wife about it. You have a really big thing against Kylo, against Adam Driver. Right. So before we get to that, let me tell you let me tell you what I think one of the big problems that people have as they analyze and judge this movie okay. in general. 
Would you agree that Empire Strikes Back is the best Star Wars movie? Period. Um, sure. Yeah, I guess so. That's my feeling on it, right? Like, New Hope was great, and Return of the Jedi was good. Yeah. Empire Strikes Back has most of the classic iconic, has the Luke, I am your father moment. I think Empire Strikes Back is better because it, it has, has that fucking, moment. It has Han getting frozen in the in carbonite. carbonite. Like, yeah. it's just got... It has uh, the I love you, I know moment. It has most of the iconic moments that we can relate to yes. this franchise. Yeah. So, this is, the, again, the middle movie of the trilogy. Yes. And people were trying to hold it up to that standard. Okay. And it was going to be really hard to live up to that. Dude. Okay. Empire Strikes Back was, was really, if you think about it, how many movies did we watch as kids where the movie ended with the bad guy pretty much winning? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It was, it, there was a lot of shit to that movie, dude, that, yeah. that made it really, really, really powerful. So... It just wasn't going to happen. It wasn't going to happen in this one, and I think people are kind of just were let down by that because that's what their expectation was. But, but I mean, what do, what do, nobody owes them anything. No, correct. No, well, nobody owes anybody anything except that when you you feel – we were talking about this earlier. People get the sense of entitlement to things. Yeah. Right? I paid my money. I should go see the movie I want to go see. And we do that. Yeah. We do that with superhero movies. Oh, my God. You you watch our Nerdos episode on YouTube about what we did to Justice League. And that is us absolutely taking our sensibility, even though our sensibility is usually pretty much in the middle. Like, we weren't being extra about any of our wants or expectations about Justice League. But we did, in fact, um, hate that movie. Yes. Correct. <laughs> okay. So... You know, whatever. Now, let's get to the specific about Kylo. Or what's his yeah. name? Uh, Adam, Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Yeah. Is he, he's not, I'm just going to skip a question. Is he related to Mini Driver? No. No, okay. Just one second. All right. He sucks. I don't think so. He, I don't, I dislike him not as much as I disliked Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker, okay. but it's pretty close. Okay, so... He, I, I, I thought he was in the first one. I thought he was awesome every time he had the mask on. Uh-huh. Sometimes I didn't have to see his face. Oh. But just once I had to see his face. Wow. He, he just Dude. he just doesn't look. I don't know. You and I are menacing, intimidating, manly. It's just like he just looks like he's like a like a thirteen year old kid who's constantly worried his mommy's gonna ground him. You and you and I are absolute opposites on this because I thought he looked ridiculous in the first movie with that stupid hat on, with that helmet. I thought it was dumb. You use him as you want to use him, and that that stupid mask was just ridiculous. And it was funny because in this movie, what he, it, the overall yeah, scope, Snoke Snoke calls him out on it. Like take, take that stupid mask off. There is something about this movie that I thought was mm-hmm. very interesting. Okay, that the director did. Okay, there were a lot of meta moments in this movie. Yes, the take the stupid mask off movie. Yes, the Luke shoulder yes. brush movie. And one of the bigger topics that I wanted to talk to you about was the parentage of Ray. Ray. Yeah. When that whole thing is just like, well, no, you're just doing shit and parenting. You're nobody's. Yeah. After fucking three years of waiting to Uh for this reveal, is it Luke? Is it Leia? Is it Han? Yeah. Whatever. Or uh, no, you just ain't shit. Like I, I love it. I didn't mind it. I just thought, like I, I watched that scene. I'm like, wow, this is one hell of an expensive troll job. Well, I don't think it's a billion dollar troll so, job. Here's the thing. This is what gets me a little bit concerned is that J.J. Abrams is doing the last film, right? He's the one who did The Force Awakens, right? He helped build kind of this second 
or this third arc, if you want, or this third trilogy, right? So J.J. Abrams brought in Snoke, right? There was all this mystery around Snoke. Well, who is he? What does he do? Blah, 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 this and that. Yeah, we heard about Snoke. We figured him out. He got cut in half, and now he's gone. Which was, now, again... No, no, no. Here's the thing. Ray's parentage. Who's Ray's parents? Blah, 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 this and that, right? What happened? It got fixed. Ray Johnson said, your parents were nobodies. Like, you are nobody. But that makes sense. Because the this whole nine-movie arc is the Skywalker arc. It is not the Obi-Wan arc. It is the Skywalker arc. It is about the Skywalkers and their place in the universe. So if they would have made her a Skywalker or an Obi-Wan or one of them, right? The arc would have continued after the nine movie. This arc ends after the next movie. It's over. It's done. They'll make more Star Wars, but the Skywalker arc is over. Now, have you ever seen Lost? No. Okay. J.J. Abrams was really involved in Lost, okay? He had a lot of things that he created that you never got that into. That you never to. followed up on, I've heard. Yeah. So I think a little bit was this. He had Snoke and he wanted to play him up. He's really good at building up characters. And you're like, oh, man, I wonder who this is. I wonder what's going on. And then he never gives you the fucking answer, right? Because what was my answer? They were all in purgatory, basically. That's how Lost ended. I was a fan. Like I said, when I walked out of the movie, it was very mad. One of my first reactions was that they used this movie to clean up a lot. Like a palate cleanse. Yeah, a lot. Look, you never, you don't have to worry about Snoke now. He's gone. And that's cool. I don't care because you know what? Yeah, he... Well, because they never... Giving us any depth to his character, yeah. like, I didn't give a shit. Yeah, I, I thought it was awesome how he got smoked. Yeah, it was, I, it was great. especially because he's. I know exactly what's in his mind. <laughs> like you well, couldn't, here's you the couldn't feel the force on no, that. No, 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 no. Here's the other thing. I think he did. I think he did, and I think he knew that having Kylo. Yeah, you're going meta, meta on this. Shit. Having Kylo kill him would push Kylo to becoming. The, the the dark, dark the dark lord that that he needed to be. You know what I mean? Okay. So I think he knew exactly what was going on. You know? Yeah. Maybe. The other things, Ray's parentage, right? No matter what you would, no matter what they would have said, somebody would have been mad. Of course. Right. If, oh, it was, if, was, if it was if it was Kenobi, if he was a Kenobi, people Kenobi, would have been upset. Why? If he was a, if it was Skywalker, I I never thought she was late, like she was Kylo's sister, like everybody thought. Yeah. Because why would Leia and Han have just dumped her on some fucking off planet they somewhere wouldn't. for no fucking but reason? Here's the thing. Leia of all people wouldn't do that. Here's the thing. Think of it that way now. So when you think about it now, it makes a lot of sense, right? So when Luke and Leia were born. They didn't get dumped off on some. No, they got separated for their protection, and they got they got sent to people who. Well, Leia became a princess. Right, Luke got sent to relatives, and he got sent to relatives. Yeah, so it's not in the Skywalker genealogy to just drop people off, abandon your children in a fucking dusty shithole. But it is that if you're drunkards and you want cash to get drunk and then go die somewhere. Yeah, I absolutely that makes sense. Same thing with the Kenobi. She was a Kenobi. He would no He would have made arrangements. She would have been raised yeah. by, exactly. by the Skywalkers, whatever. Exactly. She wouldn't have just come out of nowhere. So I, exactly. I never thought that. I, I thought it would have been a poor plot choice. Okay. I just thought that it was funny how it was revealed. You know what I mean? Oh, how yeah. It was just this dude saying, no, no, you ain't shit, dude. Yeah. It, it Go was, fuck it, yourself. It, like, it was ridiculous. And the other thing was, you had Adam Driver. And I think this movie did a lot to push him over the edge. Look, I don't think he's one of the best villains in cinema history. But he is a better villain now, after the second movie, than sure. he was we do after the end, yeah. at the end of the first movie. And I, I like it. I like it a lot. 
Also, that that whole moment of him turning, killing dog. That that fight scene was dope, though, with him and her and the fighting all the all the, the red the paladin guards, all the red guards, dude. That was really cool. God, some Star Wars are gonna get pissed off if we don't get that right. That Who cares? Let them. I don't give a shit. Um, and but you gotta remember, this movie also was the stepping stone to giving the new cast the movie, right? So they broke the saber at the end. They Luke is gone at the end. I'm not gonna say he died. He just forced forced himself to be a force ghost now, right? Like this was the movie that pushed him over. Now this next movie. It's going to be the new guys. They're going to do their thing. And boom, they're going to end the Skywalker saga. Because remember, now the only Skywalkers left are Leia and Kylo. Right. That's it. It's down to them. Yeah, no. Listen, I, I don't disagree. I think that they, the biggest hint to that is the little shorty at the end with the with the. Oh, my God. Right? And then, dude, when, when people lost their mind, like, who is that? Is that somebody else's son? I was like, hey, you, you all need to chill. Like, didn't no. you learn from this fucking last movie, movie this movie is just a, a and the other thing too no mention of mitochondria remember those that first trilogy was hot garbage oh yeah listen and so this movie is better than all three of the, oh, the prequel movies exactly and so at the end when you had this kid grab the the broom using his force i think it's going to show you almost like you and i know because it's it's it, we, we read comics it's like in the awakening so like when the mutants started to pop up again and they were like, oh, now we've got some more new mutants. Sure. Like, I think you're going to get more new Jedi. Like force users. Force users. And I think they might not be just Jedi. They might just be force users. And right. you'll have people doing that. Which is super cool. I get it. It's wow. awesome. The movie sets up to go in a very interesting direction. I, I didn't have the problem with it. People with the Luke thing and how he... My only problem with Luke's storyline in the whole movie, I had two of them, was I didn't mind him having run away. Uh-huh. Right, because that was consistent with. Can I some pause you it. for a second? Yeah. Did you have the same problem I did when Luke started talking, and all you heard was the Joker? Yeah. Oh my. God. All the time. All the time. All the time. I can't ever watch Mark Hamill and, and not, not do the Joker and not hear the laugh. <laughs> so. <laughs> so yeah, so I didn't mind him running away because that's pretty consistent with the other Jedi Master, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, Yoda Obi, went into ISO. Obi went into ISO on yeah. fucking Tatooine or yeah, whatever Tatooine, it is. Yeah. So fine, I didn't think it was consistent with his character that he would have murdered his nephew in his sleep, or he would have even considered it for yeah. a second. Yeah, because in the end, it turned out that he didn't try to murder him. He he went there. He wanted to because he didn't, but then he realized that he was being a bad uh, Jedi master. And yeah, that just that didn't seem consistent with yeah. his character. And then the whole self sacrifice thing at the end, like when Vegeta kills himself for Majin Buu. Yeah. That I thought was a little weak. It, you know, I, it was cool. Like the, the way the yeah. scene played out was cool. Yeah. Um, and it was awesome with the whole thing, with like the how the the, the charm or whatever the they're giving him, and yeah. then it disappears. Yeah. Like Luke did. Well, that's why that. she left it. Leia knew because Leia knew that Luke wasn't really there, and so that's why she left the dice there because she knew that it wasn't really the dice weren't really there. The the other thing was is if you notice when Luke walks out onto the salts, he doesn't leave footsteps. Right. And that was that was really dope. I was like, ah. Uh. So and I didn't catch that, right? So when when he gets hit with the laser barrage, I was like, yeah. yo, this dude has upped his force game to like next yeah. level shit. Yeah, he's gonna about to walk out this bitch. Like, he's at level one thousand. It's over nine thousand. What nine thousand? There's no way that can be right. I thought that was amazing. 
the movie sets up to go in some interesting directions. I understand some of the problems that everybody had, but mm-hmm. overall, I was excited to see the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't regret having seen the movie. Yeah. And I'm very much looking forward to the next installment. I'm, I'm more worried about the Han, Han Solo, Solo movie. one. Yeah. Because just the dude that they have cast with Han nah. is not convincing. Here's, here's what I think is going to happen. I think that that movie, your shining, your shining moments in that movie are going to be Donald Glover. And that's going to cause a him to get his own movie. Yeah. I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I'm just not. Two last things about the Star Wars. Okay. First, this movie will break a billion dollars, which means Disney will have made its $4 billion that it paid for LucasArts back. Already. Already. They bought them in 2012. It is 2017. And they it took them five years to get their investment back. And now they're just... And now any money they make, they're making it hand over fist. They're good to go. Yep. It's awesome. Second, the one scene in the movie that you loved the most, the ship going through going through light speed and going through the other ship, oh, the yeah. juggernaut, oh. that shit was dope. When I saw it, I, I, I honestly wanted to take a photo. It was just a beautiful scene. Yeah. And it was funny because none of the people in the theme when we were watching it seemed to know what was about to happen. And I'm watching them like, this bitch is going to ram this ship. And these people don't understand. And people are like, gosh, like, oh my god. And I'm like, what did you think she was going to do? Yeah. But it was it was very well done. Was that the chick from Jurassic Park, yes, my it was. dude? Laura Dern. Uh, yeah. That man. is a chick from Jurassic Park. It I was, thought it was. It was from Jurassic Park. I didn't really didn't. I, 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 she played that character so well. Mm hmm. Because I was, I was exactly about. I I fell for the trap that they wanted you to fall for. That she was like the one who. That was, she was just a, she was lousy fucking commander yeah. and like the you know the whole Oscar Isaac thing. Yeah. What the fuck is his name? Oscar uh, Isaac. Uh, oh, Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron. Yeah. And you know, so I thought it was really rewarding when she's like, I like him. When her and Leia had that little oh, quick yeah, conversation, yeah, yeah. I thought that was very rewarding because I felt for it. I thought yeah. I, I I felt about her the way his character felt yeah. about her. So it was very rewarding to see that that whole that turned on its head. That whole evolution of Poe Dameron is basically what they need to do because remember back in the day that whole that whole kind of I'm gonna go out there on my own and blow shit up it used to work but it doesn't work anymore. Like he saw he went out there and tried to do things his own way and he lost half of the re- rebellion. And then the other thing which was um and I love you, you when you were talking about this movie being a troll job to certain people right to certain parts of the internet and Star Wars fans. When Benicio del Toro's Toro, character turned and didn't come back, he was like, "Yeah, they, they paid me." Yeah. Like, I love that. And then you add that with the nuances of, listen, people are getting rich off of this war. This isn't just about the rebels versus the First Amazing. Order. People are getting wealthy. And when they were on that ship, and he was like, "Oh, look, all the Tie Fighters and everything," goes, and then he pulled up the X Wings. He's like, "Look, they're selling to you guys too." Amazing. I was just like, yo, this this changes every it changes the whole scope of Star Wars because yes, you're absolutely right. It is the first order versus the rebel, the rebel alliance. But in the end Is it is it? Because all of these people are supplying it. If they cut off the supply, that's it, no more. So because shit just came up popped in my head while we were talking. Everybody had a very poor reaction to the girl. What's her name? Oh yeah, uh, I know who you're talking about though. Kelly, Kelly, whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Got you. What'd you think about that? 
You saw that? I saw, like, I saw a meme saying it was one of those is Jar Jar Binks and the worst character in Star Wars, and then she's like, "Hold my beer." One oh of those yeah, shits. I. Nah, I she wasn't as bad as that. I didn't think she was. That no, bad. I no. think she was fine. She was good at showing us the audience the other side of the world. Like it wasn't just about this battle. Right. It was about everything else. Yeah. No, I agree. Awesome. Oh, super disappointed in Captain Phasma. Phasma. Yeah. I don't understand yeah. why they decided to double down on what was a bad choice in the original trilogy of shitting all over Boba Fett by yeah. shitting all over Captain Phasma. She was a pointless character. She did nothing of consequence yeah. in the movie or in the movies that she was in. Yeah. There it's a waste of a terrific actress. Yep. And the best one of the top three best fighters in Westeros. Yes. So I I would love again, an explanation. Again, I would say that's Rian cleaning up jj's crap because he put her in the movie right and look i'm not saying that he shouldn't have put her in the movie but he put her in the movie and gave her like eight lines and that was it she didn't fight anybody in that movie so he did his best to kind of just slim down all of the fat that was in there and make and it focus the movie on mm-hmm. the sky yeah. she still got the fight she got to fight finn finn got to feel a little vindicated And maybe now he finally closes that chapter of his life where he was part of the First Order. You know what I mean? So. All right, man. Well, that was Star Wars, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed that. All right, brother. So, moving on. Fantasy football. How did our seasons end? Painfully. Painfully. Okay, but you're in like nine leagues. No, I was in two leagues. Okay. One of them I was out of way a long time ago. Okay. Right? That's not even worth talking about. The only thing that's worth mentioning about that league is that Plex, who's my co-owner on the other day, yeah. this fucking guy, he goes into the into the chip, Okay. if I'm not mistaken, or the, the one before the chip, whatever, and he plays some... He, make, like, he just changes his lineup for no reason. And he lost his shit. With guys who he's been rocking all season, having great games on his bench, and these random pickups that he made. See, he, deser- he deserves to have lost. Ass, dude. Yeah. Um, hold on. I got to look this shit up for you. He deserves to have lost. Brutal, dude. Brutal. He took out Olsen, scored 19. He benched Jeffrey. Jeffrey scored a touchdown. Uh, he picks up Miami's defense over Buffalo. They get two points. Yep. Like... Basically, he was do he was trying to do DFS. He was trying to do daily fantasy and they go with the high point winners, and he got played. So congratulations, sir! You played yourself. Like he played Jay Williams from yeah the the Packers yeah. against the Panthers for three points, and Jarek McKinnon twenty two points on his bench. Yeah, like yeah, no. He, he, and the thing was that drove me crazy was that we had the conversation, right? prior to the game and he asked me about oh, should I play this guy should I play that guy I'm out of that league already so whatever I gave him yeah, some free him advice um, we didn't talk about any of those moves and he just did them anyway and then he went and just made these moves uh-huh. and it's like what are you doing yeah well I had the opposite happen to me I talked to people about moves I wanted to make they all told me no and had I made the moves I would have been in the championship game instead I played and I got third in the league ah, so no that's not too bad I mean like, listen minus three points Josh McCown I would have I would have lost regardless. The guy who the two guys that went into it, I lost to the champion, which is great to say because I you know I didn't you know had he had lost then I would have really felt like shit. But um, I lost to the champion, so 
That was fine. You know, it is what it is. But that was the end of fantasy football. Yeah, I Josh McCown minus three points. I don't. Yeah. I can't. I can't say anything else. Josh McCown minus, minus three, three points. points. That's that was my fantasy football season in oh, a nutshell. Fucking sucks. I think this would be a good time for the email because it's related to fantasy football. Oh, okay. So we're gonna pull up our first ever listener email. Well, this isn't our first no. listener email, but it's from a really good friend of ours who we haven't seen in a really long time. This guy's name is Lou. He's really War. cool, or you can call him War. Although I call him Lou. And he sent us an email to our email account, just like you. You can send us an email anytime you want. If you're listening right now and you said, I want to send somebody a random email, it could be whatever, man. I don't care. Just send an email that says hi or what's up or I don't care. So black the email. All right. So remember we talked about Bitcoin and shit last week. Yes. So let's center around some of that. He says, uh, the whole microtransaction conversation could be a microcosm for things like net neutrality or even those that can afford to get better will and those who can't don't. Where do you draw the line between allowing people who have the means to get preference legally or illegally? I mean, keeping the whole video game analogy going back in the day, the game came one way. Then people came up with an illegal way to hack the game, the Game Genie. I remember the Game Genie. The company decided they were no longer going to lose that money, so now they are included in the form of microtransactions. It's hard to draw a line as to where the playing field should be kept level. Maybe keep microtransaction benefits applicable to only offline play so you can reap the rewards without negatively affecting those who cannot afford to or simply don't want to have to pay to compete. Even in sports, allow or disallow steroids. Wow, this rambled. Other news, discovered one of my leagues was a two-week playoffs. I was down 40 points after week one. I survived Aaron's three-interception game and provided Freeman doesn't fumble in the backfield and break his leg on the opening possession, I should advance to the chip. Best part about that, I'm playing my wife. Would have never heard the end of it. Whoa! So I don't, and I don't know how that ended because I wanted to keep the suspense. So Lou, send an email after this show. Let oh us know how it went, God. so we can continue the update. That would have been, that would be terrible. Yeah, that would have been terrible. Yeah, I I hope for all that is holy that you didn't lose to your chick in <sighs> in the fantasy football. That'd have been amazing. All right, guys. Well, that will wrap up uh, the atmosphere. Only at an hour. Only at an hour. Jesus. Whatever. Fuck it. Uh, we have a morning announcement for you guys. We will have no AP class this episode. That we're going to do a year-end review. Black and half. Uh, kind of just best and worst from 2017. Yeah, baby. Half came up with an awesome list. So I got to tell you something. We talked about, like a couple of days ago, we talked about whether we're going to record today. Yes. I told you earlier I had a shit week at work. Yes. I knew going into today, today was going to be really bad. Yeah. So, like... Halfway through the day, I was beat, dude. I was like in no mood. And I'm like, ah, whatever. Let's do this shit next week. Okay. And then you sent me the show sheet. Yeah. And I got, I was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. There's no way I am not doing this show today. Yeah. Because this shit is going to be great. Yeah. So, good job. Thanks. Appreciate it. You're welcome. So, what we're going to do is we're going to do kind of a best of and worst of for 2017. I had a hard time with this. So did I. I did. I honest to God had a hard time with this, especially the albums, considering I don't listen so much. So some of the categories, as you would expect, are the best TV show, best new TV show. So that's a TV show that started in 2017. Okay, good, because I needed clarification. Okay. Um, I, best movie, best or worst new TV show. So maybe. All right, let's just let's just go through. Let's all just right. So first up on our, on our on our list is best new TV show. All right. I had Taboo. It was an FX show. It was Tom Hardy. Really gritty, dirty. I liked it a lot. 
I, never, I haven't seen it yet. Okay, it, it had some weird elements to it. There were some incestual elements to it that was kind of awkward. That's kind but, of like the... Yeah, but over the end, over over the long term, it was a really cool show, and I liked where it went, and it was, it was neat. It was something different that it was on TV. I had a hard time with this one. I didn't watch very many shows that just debuted this year. That just started, year. yeah. So I had to just make a, a call here, and I went with Punisher. Okay. I really enjoyed uh, the guy. Oh my God. Josh Bernthal. Yes, I really enjoyed his performance as Frank Castle, and even more so, I enjoyed Ben Barnes' performance as Billy Russo. Okay. I thought he was incredible in this show. I think he's a very underrated actor. I hated him in Prince Caspian in the Narnia movie, as okay. Prince Caspian in the Narnia movies, and so I never thought he was in the amount of shit. He changed my mind. He did an amazing job. The show was incredibly violent but intelligent. And I'm I'm really excited to well, see. Well, I'm it. halfway through it, so yeah. I haven't finished it. It was it was really good. Awesome. So best well, I put best new movie, but movies are movies. Yeah. So best, best movie, movie of 2017. I had a really hard time because there were a lot of really good movies. I didn't want to go super artistic and super sci-fi because I re- I you know what I really liked Blade Runner. I thought it was really cool. I didn't see it. Dude. I saw it, it was really <gasps> it was really neat. I never, I never, I didn't see it because I never saw the original one, so I wanted to kind of wait until yeah. I could watch both. Okay, all right, I can understand that, but I would tell you that that it, you could watch this one without. Watching oh, okay, it. I didn't know that. But what I eventually ended up, and what my criteria was, was what's a movie that I could watch over and over again this year that I probably have watched over and over again this year. I wrote two down on the show sheet, but in all honesty, the movie that I watched over and over again this year was either Moana or Boss Baby. <laughs> I had written down Logan or Spidey, and they were both really good. But when I, when I like, right before I finished, I was like, man, you know what? What are the movies that I really saw this year? And I'm not so sure that Moana, I think Moana came out this year, right? Maybe it came out 2016. I don't know. But Boss Baby definitely came out this year. And I saw that movie like a thousand times. And not just because my son loves it. It's a pretty funny movie. And I enjoyed it. You could tell, wow, man, my life has changed so much that I... Moana's a 2016 movie. Yeah, so Boss about. Baby is the winner. There you go. Boss there Baby go. is my winner of 2017. I love the movie. It was neat. Yeah, so I also had a hard time with this because the majority of the movies that I saw in the theaters this year were superhero movies. Yeah. So I had the same problem, right? My my first thought was, well, it's the one superhero movie I didn't see in the theater that I saw in the theaters this year was The Magnificent Seven, but Magnificent Seven was 2016. Yeah. So then I'm like, what the fuck, dude? And, you know, I was going to say Thor or Spidey. And then I remembered this movie I watched on Netflix, uh-huh. What Happened to Monday. Oh, yeah. That was my favorite movie. Nice. You went with a Netflix series. Went, that was my favorite. No, the series, movie. Movie, sorry. Movie, yeah. Movie. That, I, that movie fucked my head up for, you know, a good solid couple of days. It's, I, I don't, doesn't fit the criteria when I watch it a bunch of times. Yeah. But that, I think that's the best thing about these these lists. You can go through, and if you're really good about it, you can be like, man, you know what? That really was. Yeah. Like, just, I wouldn't have picked Boss Baby, but I was like, man, that movie I watched like a hundred times. Yeah. I just thought this movie was really interesting. I thought the concept was was awesome. And just the fact that this chick pulled off playing All those characters. characters. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, props to her. Like, Naomi Rapace? Rapace? I don't know how yeah. her name. No, Naomi Rapace. Sure. Rapace. Awesome. Great job, baby. All right. Worst new TV show. And I think I'm pr- I'm almost... Pa- I'm going to go out on a limb and say you and I agree yeah. on the worst TV show. Yeah. Uh, I went with Inhumans. You went with? Inhumans. Yeah. I went I went Inhumans with an honorary mention, honorable mention to Iron Fist. 
Okay. okay. I, yeah, I know. Yeah. Disappointed in Iron Fist. Inhumans was a garbage show. But did you finish it? In, no. I, I see. I finished it. I, I, I. You sat through all of it. I made myself. Good for you. Get through it. It was bad. It was really bad. It was. It was terribly acted. There's, there's so the no, CGI was. Terrible. It wasn't terribly acted by everybody. It was terribly acted by some of the cat. It was, it was crazy how that show worked out. There was no middle ground. Some of the people were terrific, and some of them, and some of the people were just awful. So that made the show difficult to watch. I tried really hard to find a way to defend the show, and as I was watching it, I mean, and I really wanted to like be that guy to be like, "Nah, you all hate it." It was. It wasn't like, you know, the worst television I've ever seen made, but it was it was bad. Yeah, it really was. So worst movie of 2017. I also had a hard time with this one because, okay. and at first I was gonna say Guardians of the Galaxy two. Oh, that would have been different. I didn't. In hindsight, why well, I think when we talked about the movie, I was kind of high on it, but in hindsight, I realized I was kind of just hype. Yeah, but. I went with the Beauty and the Beast live action movie. Okay, I didn't like that movie. That was funny enough, actually. The most painful three hours of my year. Funny enough, Emma Watson was in that movie, right? My worst movie, Emma Watson was in also The Circle. Never saw it. The Circle is a movie. Uh, Emma Watson, Tom Hanks, John Boyega. Um, all it sounds of, like it should have been good. Yeah, and the book was good. So it was. It's about basically it's about Google and like. There's some shady shit that this company does, the technology. The movie was a train wreck. Like, it didn't go anywhere, and then it ended really quickly. Right. And thank God for that. And some of the CGI in the movie was terrible. Like, there was this one scene where this guy was driving, and he was trying to outrun a drone, and the drone looked like it came from a 1995 Saturday afternoon like Xena like, Warrior like, Princess movie. Like Short Circuit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Real bad. Real. That It was so... It, it wasn't so bad as it was disappointing. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, this movie sucks. Yeah, no. Beauty and the Beast was way too long. It had like three extra songs that weren't in the cartoon that just dragged the fucking thing out. It, the, we watched it, I think, in like IMAX or whatever. Oh, so man. it was so fucking loud. Yeah. I left there with such a fucking headache. And I left there kind of hating my kids for liking it so much. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Where did I go wrong with you people? I've taken such care and to nope. train you. Nope. And you guys left this shit like, oh my God. I was, it was bad. I fucking hated that movie. All right. So let's get to something we like though. So best current, currently running TV show. So this is a TV show that's been around. Didn't pop up in 2017. Um, I Look, man, there were a bunch that I love. I love a bunch of TV. I watch a lot of it. But in the end, I thought to myself, I was like, what what spawned this podcast? Yeah. And it was Game of Thrones. Yeah. Listen. Um, <laughs> well, go ahead. Say, say your piece. So Game of Thrones is probably the best television show. And look, man, I understand. I love Stranger Things. Great season two. I you know? yeah. um, it, So there's a lot of good TV on right now. And it's, it's awesome. But I'm... Game of Thrones, oh, I had to go back to. It's what we, is our bread and butter on this show when we first started. It's what we love. It's what really got this thing going, was we wanted to review Game of Thrones, and we kind of moved from there. Uh, overall, so let, let's talk about the season. The season was great. We had had it up, its ups and downs. It, But when you end a season with a ice dragon blowing a hole through the wall that's been there for centuries, 
Yeah, yeah, no, pretty yeah. good. You won. Listen, I went with something else only because I, you know, yeah, I knew Thrones was your pick. Yeah, and I wanted to get some props right. or something else in here that I've been I've been on lately. Okay, my fa- other favorite current show right now because Game of Thrones is the best show of all time. Full stop. My other favorite current show right now is Vikings. Vikings, dude. I watched the first season. I'll tell you, and I watched part of the second first the second season. So the second season is probably my like it's good but it's probably my least favorite okay because it's some of the stuff kind of like repeats okay from season one right? right. you kind of don't get as much traction until you get towards the end of the second season season fucking three and season four were great so good he it, at the end towards the end of season four travis female female whatever it is delivers some of the greatest fucking acting performances you'll see on television okay. in a long time. Other little piggies will grunt when they hear how their own balls of it. So, like, the dude just has this, like, he make, he does all these little facial tics and shit like that. And, you're like, and then the kid that they got to play his son, Ivar the Boneless. Uh-huh. My God. Man crush. Yeah. Barry's obsessed with the kid. Like, I had to, like, find his fucking real name and show her pic. And I got tremendo man crush. Okay. That guy is a fucking G. I could watch a whole 20 more seasons on just the exploits of Ivar the Bulbas. Okay. He's such a bad little motherfucker. I, I guess, you know, what some other criticism might be on the show. Like, I. I that it's on the History Channel? No, it's fine. The. There was some shit. There was some backlash that the show got because some of the timeline is skewed. Yeah, they they fuck around with history a little bit to make characters run into each other that didn't really interact with each other in the actual history. Whatever, get over it, dude. It's it's a dramatiz- dramatization of oh. some real events. But That's it was, cool. But it's so good and it's so well acted well maybe I'll take another look at it so well acted the chick who plays Lagertha amazing I love her the guy who plays Bjorn Iron like just on and on you can go down these list of characters and I like I don't want to get into like story spoilers or whatever for people who haven't watched it and for you who haven't watched it there's like elements of the show where they are hinting at divinity and you know that's a big part of the show is like these people obviously believe in Odin and all this crap and Christianity is starting to encroach on yeah, their yeah. shit. And then you have these moments where you're looking at a scene and you're like, is this really, is this really like a god that's fucking doing some shit right now? Yeah. And, you know, and towards the end of season four, uh, there's a really, really big scene where I'm like, is that legit Odin? Because he matches the description. It doesn't look like Odin from the... Marvel movies, but yeah. matches the description of what Odin is in the lore, and you're like, is this too? Is this really fucking happening right now? Are these guys just seeing this shit? Mm-hmm. But how are all these people have the same vision at the same time? Like it was, and they're in different places. Like it was crazy, dude. Like it's so good, nice, so good. Um, so yeah, that's my that's my best currently running show besides Game of Thrones. Okay, worst currently running show. I picked a Netflix show. Okay. And I picked Narcos. 
I love Narcos. The well, first. I think the category you said was show that took a dive this season. Okay, yeah, I, I took I, a show that took a yeah. dive. So this it's season. not. I don't think it's the worst currently running show. Just a show that we maybe had high expectations for for the season. And yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, fell, yeah, fell yeah. off. And you know what's really funny is that is that I had full expectation for uh, House of Cards to do that, right? And they didn't. They kind of picked it up a little bit. Um, Narcos. Um, I like Pablo Pascal. I really do. I think he's a good actor. I think it was cool. I just think. They they did a disservice to the Cali cartel, right? Well, I stopped watching Narcos after like I got eight episodes deep into season one. Oh yeah, so episode one and two are are cool. Uh, seasons one and two are okay. Once they kill Pablo, it's fine. But then they move on to the Cali cartel, and I feel like what they did for what they could have done all of Pablo's story in one season, right? Just like they did. Well, that's of, that's why I stopped watching it was yeah. because it felt like they were just dragging this out. Yeah. It was it was ridiculous, and like then they they put the Cali cartel and they give them one season, and it was a good season. Like it wasn't it it's not the shittiest TV show, you know. It's not Inhumans, but it's like I feel like they took a dive. They did something that they that they shouldn't have done. They could have spanned it out a little bit more. If they did that with with Pablo, they could have definitely done that with the Cali cartel. Sure. And so then they leave you at the end of season three with that they're going to go to Mexico. And it feels like they're just speeding up a little bit, like to try kind to of, get to El Chapo or whatever. Yeah, they're they're trying to get to El Chapo and Mexico being the new drug haven and everything else. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like I said, I stopped watching after season towards the end of season one. My show that took a dive this season is The Big Bang Theory. Ooh, that is a really good. Okay, so I've, I've watched a couple episodes of this season. And yeah, I, I tend to agree. I t- personally, to me, the show's been taking a dive for, for a while. some time now. It's I'm not a big sitcom guy. It's okay. hard for me to follow a sitcom. No, love sitcoms. Goldberg's, Blackish, all of them. I don't watch any of those. Love them. You'd love. Black-ish. I watch. I watched Married with Children, best fucking TV show, best sitcom ever. Okay, right, like period. You know, I watched. You know, like the kids ones, like the Boy Meets World, and the whatever. Yeah, like totally. I got really hooked on Big Bang Theory. Fairy got me really hooked on it. Okay. And I dug the show for a really long time. Whenever the fuck it was that Le- Leonard and Penny finally got married. The, That's when it stopped. The show just went. Ugh. I like, think there's no believable circumstance under which that's actually going to happen. Yeah. No, no, no. And then, you know, the expansion of Sheldon's character with the Amy Farrafather character. Yeah. And they're either fucking now and all that's awesome. But, like. Sheldon's like a forty, like he's looking older. Yeah. So he's no longer believable in that role. Yeah. Like yeah, you, yeah. you can't be that old and be that stupid while being that smart. Yeah. No. 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 Like it, something's got to give. Yeah. It, it's taken off. I, I think it's jumped its shark. I think it's it's over. It'll have another couple seasons and then it'll do its goodbye run. All right. Next up on the list, and this one was tough for me. Best new album. New music album. Best Didn't album. have a hard time with this one at all. Really? Yeah. I went with Kendrick Lamar. K-Dots, King Kunta, Damn. It was one of the only albums, besides Miguel's new album, that I had listened to from who? Miguel. What the fuck is Miguel? Bro, you gotta get on it. Okay. Okay. So, it's one of the only albums that I listened to from start to finish. Okay. And I was like, yeah, man, it's a really good album. It's really good. It's got its ups, it's got its downs, it's got its highs, it's got its lows. Well, as you know, I'm very critical on new rap artists. Rap. Yes. Um, Little Yachty. We'll get to that in a second. So my favorite album of the year 
not even really close, hardwired to self-destruct by Metallica. Hardwired to self-destruct by Metallica. Dude. I cannot tell you that I haven't heard one thing on that album. Fucking. Just listen. Do yourself a favor. Listen to two songs. Okay. Atlas Rise. Okay. And Spit Out the Ball. I can listen to Spit Out the Bone on a loop. And it's a pretty long fucking song. It's like a Master of Puppets type pretty long fucking song. Oh, wow. Song. And I can drive. Would you say it's Metallica going back to Metallica? Yeah, people keep saying that. Spit Out the Bone is legit. Like, you could... you could. If I told you that that song was on Injustice for All or on And Justice for All or on Ride the Lightning, you wouldn't doubt it. Okay. It's so good. Okay. I'll so check it out. So fucking good. Uh, worst album. Uh, I'm going to go first on this one. Okay, go first. Very simple. Any album made by anybody who their name started with Little. <laughs> little Pump, Little Yachty. Little, little Uzi Vert. Anybody, Little Anything, your album was trash. Absolutely. Like, all I'm going to say is Gucci Gang. Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Gucci Gang. You were responsible for that. And every asshole who listens to that shit, you are also responsible for that. And I hope you fucking freeze in this winter and die horribly. Okay. Wow. Yours was... You have murdered my music. I hate you people. Okay, so yours was... Uh... Mine's really mean then. I went with the worst album was Linkin Park's new album. It was garbage. And <laughs> You're such an asshole. There was... The dude's dead and you're shitting all over him. Yeah, it was, and you, you and I know, man, we grew up on Linkin Park. Yeah, no, for sure. I haven't listened to the new album, so I don't know. And it is just terrible. That and the new Incubus album. Were, Incubus, it, Incubus is still making yeah, music? I yeah, they made, they made an album, and it was just bad. It was, it doesn't, it sounds like people trying to hold on to something. And you know what it sounds like? It sounds like old white guys trying to hold on to the old school. Yeah. And it just doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. Sports. Best sports moment. Best sports moment. Have, for me, has to be Ray Allen's buzzer beater in game six of the 2013 <laughs> finals. I saw this shit. I was like, this dude's such a retard. Oh, that was, that was 2013. Yeah. Um, so if I had to pick best sports moment of 2017, I, I don't know what I picked, to be honest with you. It, yeah, it, I had a tough time with this one, too. It, you know, I was I, I, I definitely I thought I would go with college football, right? I like I... Oh, the turnover. Turnover. Oh, no, but you're not a big young guy. No, but you know what? I, I thought about that. I thought about the turnover chain and how it, it – because especially in Miami where we're at, it invigorated the city. It totally gave it new life. Until cleansing shit all over the chain. Absolutely. And it totally gave new life to the U. And it was pretty neat. I liked it. Um, what I will say is I think the 2017 biggest moment for me, and this isn't nationally. It's very Florida-esque is getting the influx of good college football coaches, right? So we had Mark Rick at UM, and then FIU got Butch Davis. FAU got Lane Kiffin. Then Charlie Strong went over to USF. Then Scott something or another was over at UCF, and he he almost brought them to to the ship, you know? And then Jimbo just left FSU. So you had this influx of these more tip college universities getting – good or better coaches and actually doing something. FIU had a great record, not as great as FAU. FAU killed it this season. Oh, yeah. given. And and so you it's really cool and I think it's going to just push Florida football to be better. 
you know? Okay, that's fair. There you go. What was your 2017 best sports moment? <sighs> I I could not settle on one. Okay. Really, oh, let me rephrase. I have one, but because the the popularity of the sport itself isn't as big as I feel it should be, I felt the need to hedge my bets. Okay. So for me, personally, Game 5 of the World Series. Okay. If that would have been Yankees-Dodgers, we'd still be talking about that. Okay. Because it was Astros-Dodgers. You know, it's already gone. But that game was fucking incredible. I didn't watch it live. I saw the highlights the next day. And because of the highlights, I went back and watched the replay. The oh, game. wow. That's how good that game okay. was. But my other big moment, you know, my little hedge here is Slim Reaper dropping that three in LeBron's face. King Slayer. King Slayer. Fucking putting it on him. Kevin Durant wins the fucking championship. Yep. Yo. That shot, that shot made me feel so warm and fuck inside. <laughs> and I'm a Knicks fan. Yeah. I'm not a Golden State Warriors bandwagon, whatever, but I don't like LeBron James. Was really defensive of the backlash that Durant got for going to Golden State. Yeah. I thought it was hypocritical, especially coming from Miami people, listening to all the bullshit that Durant got after LeBron had to run away from Cleveland to come play down here with his daddy, Wade, mm-hmm. and bring Bosh, yep. and then get Ray Allen, yep. and have three of the top five picks in your draft class and four Hall of Famers on your team to win your championship, mm-hmm. then you're going to go shit on Kevin Durant. So when he hit that shot, it was cathartic. Okay. And I'm not even, and again, I'm just, I'm just a fan of the dude. I like how he plays. Slim Reaper is a great nickname. It is a good. It's a great nickname. I know he doesn't. He's not crazy about it, but it's a great nickname. One of his one of his Instagram names likes it though. Yeah, he has like fifteen of them. So I that was that was that was it for me. Nice. So let's go into the worst sports moment of the year. Mine was mine. I, so I thought about it. I'm like, man, there's you know been a lot of shit, but if I had to think of something that was kind of smart and I took an educated jump at it, it would be the misuse of Finn Balor by the WWE. He is a great athlete, and for some reason, he's not getting over with the audience, and the WWE is just pushing him off into the sidelines. And it's going to lead to him either leaving because he's just not being used the way he needs to be used. And this is a guy who's been all over the world, who's been a champion and been popular all over the world, and he is popular. It's just the WWE is not giving him the opportunity. Well, the problem is is that there is an obvious storyline that nobody wants to touch. That they're not, that they're just refusing to do. And every time we've seen them do that before, you've seen the character Flourish. who should be at the center of that storyline. No, you've seen them suffer, right? It, it, when they're, when a character has an obvious storyline that they should do and they don't do it, their character suffers. Because yeah. the audience, that's what they want to see. Yes. Case in point. The Hardys come back to WWE. Yes. You had that feel-good moment in WrestleMania. And that moment, by the way, may have been my one of my favorite moments of uh, but I didn't want to have two I didn't want my sports. Yeah, I didn't want my sports to be just wrestling. So like okay, just to go back on that moment, I need to talk. Because I was watching WrestleMania Live when the tag match happened. I was just flipping it through. This was at the beginning of the year, so 2017 was me getting back into wrestling a little bit. Right, which is so, awesome. So I, it's so crazy where we're at that you're watching, and I and I still got now I got to get caught back up. So I'm watching the tag match, and I'm there with my eight year old, and we're just watching it for shits and giggles. And their theme music kicks in, and yo, I haven't heard their theme music in years, in like ten years probably. I know exactly, I knew exactly who they were, and the next words out of my mouth were "Holy shit!" In front of my eight year old, he goes, "What?" 
And I can just go, watch. Now, I wonder who this fourth team could possibly be. Broken Matt Hardy. Yeah. And it took them almost a year to put Broken Matt, to Hardy, put Broken Matt Hardy. And in between that time, they've languished. Yeah. Well, Jeff got hurt. Yeah. Matt was useless. Yep. And now it's picking up steam. Because and now he's be- he's over on the whole crowd and you've got Broken Matt Hardy. So that's the problem with Battle, dude. You have Gallows and Anderson. You have some AJ of the, Styles. You have some of the OG heads in the Bullet Club. You have a very ready-made fucking storyline. You have AJ and and Finn and the guy and those two guys. You start the Bullet Club and then eventually you do the whole breakup storyline where they're both fighting for leadership of the Bullet Club uh-huh. and blah 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 blah. And then you start bringing some of these other guys in and it's it's just sitting there for you. Well, I mean, it, you right you wouldn't even need to bring the guys in. You could just have. Um, I think the storyline that needs to happen is over the course of the year, a, a bunch of NXT guys have come up. Like they push them up, which is great because the NXT has, they have a great farm system. Yep. Like NXT is great. Yeah, the way they do that is genius. Yeah, and so what happens is, is you have all these guys, and what you need to do is have these young guys, quote unquote, young guys, create their own bullet club and start beating the fuck out of the old guys and pushing them out. Right, which is kind of what they're doing with the undisputed era guys, yeah. and and how they've done it with these uh, ladies who've come up recently on the show. These yeah. two. See what I what I wasn't crazy about with that concept was having two different teams of three. That if you look at them, they're very sim- like aesthetically. You have the crazy hot brunette yep. in the middle. I'm oh, not that Ruby right, super hot, but whatever. You get my point. Yeah. You have the kind of brunette tattooed up one in the middle. You have the blonde, and you have the brunette, yeah. the other brunette. Like it's just the ethnic. Brunette. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it like <clears throat> I, the brand split thing is awesome. I don't mind it. I, I find it annoying. To be I would like to see. Uh, there's two things I want to see. I want to see a stable on the main roster that is comprised of both men and women, right? So that they're they're all constantly helping each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe you have, you know, two girls and like three or four guys, whatever. So the girls can always help each other in their matches, but fuck, the guys can help. And, yeah, you know, exactly. You don't have to. Power bomb anybody, but you can trip old school. Yeah, tripper, yeah, just walk in, touch the ropes, type shit, yeah. whatever. Pull them off of a pin, right? Know. And that I think is is an element that they're missing. And then just one of these things where Paige, if it would have been me, I would have brought Paige back. I would have had Paige with her squad, yeah, going back and forth from both shows. Oh yeah, just like, invading. This was my house. 
both of them, I ran shit here. I'm not stuck to one show. Yeah. That that would have been far more. And then you could have had all six of them together. Yeah. Right? And then she could dispense whichever one she wants to whichever show at any gotcha. given night. You never know which two or three are going to show up. And they're going to cause hell. Dude. They could do that with their own little bullet club if they use Finn and and, and Right. But that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. Vince, how at your boy, dude. I got you. I got you. I've been... Fuck. I'm ready for this. This is the job I was meant for. There you go. Supposedly, he's really shitty to work like, on writers. Yeah. He's really crummy on writers. Yeah, like, he doesn't like a wrestler. He doesn't like a wrestler. And he's like, no, this is this guy's not working. Yeah, and if he doesn't like your ideas, like, you're... like you. He, he, they said that you can go one day from you, like, oh, well, you're a fucking genius. And then the next day, like, you're fired. Yeah. Stupid. Oh, whatever. But that hopefully, is hopefully is. Triple H takes it over because he's been he's been killing it. Yeah, man. I listen, and back to Finn, I hope I hope. I hope he you know what? Listen, I hope he just gets that chance at the Royal Rumble, right? Because right now he's not in because Vince doesn't think that he's over enough to be in the Royal oh, Rumble. Oh yeah, is that what it is? Which is dumb because I just saw a statistic. Guess who has the third most wins all year long? Finn fucking Balor. Yeah. And I'm sure he sells a shitload of those jackets and shirts. Yeah, and those Balor Club shirts. Hell yeah. And the, and the fucking demon The demon shit. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, la, 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 la. So the worst, worst sports story. Worst sports story of the, of, the, of the year. That's it. Best news story. No, what was your, what was your best? What was your worst oh, my story? worst sports story. Sorry. Josh McCown, minus three points. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I mean, I, I was thinking about the dude from the Steelers who got hurt. That oh, really nasty yeah, injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Felt bad for that shit, dude. Uh, but I feel bad for you. Josh McCown. Josh McCown minus, minus, minus three points. Yeah. Best news story of the year. This is going to sound very selfish. Okay. Uh, it's going to sound very shallow. Okay. In the scope of everything that's going on in the year. Heard that. Disney Fox merger. Disney Fox merger. Nice. See, I know your boy yeah. is going to be upset. Yeah. And I had a good back and forth on Instagram about yeah. it. Yeah. I, his points are all valid. Very good. Yes. Well, you got to remember where he comes from. He comes from news. Right. So, like, in news, all this entertainment and stuff being bought out. And I heard the same argument from people who, who like, critics who review the industry and everything else. I heard the same argument. Oh, Disney owns too much. This yeah. and that. You know. Well, and I, I do not want to in any way, shape, or form invalidate those points. Yes. But. The Disney Fox merger. I'm going to get, hopefully. X-Men. A proper X-Men movie. And a Fantastic Four movie. And a proper Fantastic Four movie. Whom, whose importance, I think, in the the, the the overall Marvel Universe, comics, whatever, I think has been so lost and understated mm-hmm. over the last 20 years because these movies, because their movies well, have been so bad. So here's the thing. So for a very long time, the comics pushed them all aside. Because they pushed the X-Men aside, because they wanted to promote the Inhumans, because they had the rights, the, the, the cinema rights to the Inhumans. They pushed the Fantastic Four aside. Yeah, they basically they killed did, them off. They didn't kill them off. What happened was after Battle World, they um they made them gods. So the oh, okay. So Even worse. the Fantastic Four are the ones recreating the multiverse. Oh, okay. They're the ones putting everything right. Now they're starting to come back slowly. Like Thing is back. I think Johnny Storm is back, but Reed is still fucking a lost. Susie Storm is gone. I don't know where the fuck she is. And the kids are whatever. So in the context of all of that, the Fantastic Four has been um, very badly, you know, abused, misused, or yes. whatever. So, and they're the first, they were the first, like, group 
In the Marvel Universe. Yeah, I know. In the Marvel Universe, and I'm excited just beyond belief. To see what they can do. To see what they're going to do, how they're going to introduce all these characters. And just a thought, dude, okay. seeing Magneto crush whoever's going to be in an Iron Man suit inside the Iron Man suit. Oh, that'd be, that'd be nice. Okay. okay. Um, mine is a little bit more political. Uh, the Mueller investigation was the best news that I heard. Not for nothing. Like, I don't really think he's going to find anything that's going to expose Trump. But I do like the intrigue and what they've done. And, and this is going to make one hell of a book when it's all over, you know? And so it was one of the better things. It also... I thought you were going to go with the, with the rumor that there was a dossier out there about this guy like peeing on someone. No, like him to get peed on by no. Russian prostitutes. I was like, you no, know. no, 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 no. But my, my thing about the Mueller investigation uh, is that it gives chase like i feel like it, it kind of puts a check on on the cheeto in charge because well they knows. do have to spend a lot of time i mean there's they have to spend a lot of time discrediting yeah even now the the cocksucker from the intel committee yep nunez whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever he's still trying to discredit all the work that the fbi guys and the doj guys have done yeah yeah what's his name jan nunez so they, yeah, you, they do have to put a lot of energy into trying to, you know, derail that investigation. So yeah, I, I can dig it. All right. Worst news story of the year. I wrote Trump. Just the overall situation. And honestly, it, when I wrote it down, I, 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 it wasn't just about Trump. So it, it's about the oversaturation of news in my life. I used to love waking up in the morning and just turning on CNN or something and just kind of getting a brief touch of everything sure and ever since all of this happened every morning i wake up and it's just trump did this or trump did that and then you have the news organizations fighting each other fox is like oh but hillary did this and hillary and i'm yeah. like you know what man in the end i don't care anymore and it's and it's sad because it's, it's created a level of apathy apathy it's made me apathetic to all of it so right. now i just turn on the local news and i watch people that i know i'm like ah, oh, cool that's great but it's not even better down here because everyone's just shooting each other right. so yeah, I, listen, the, the Trump shit in general, I mean, we spend a lot of time talking about him and some of the crazy shit he does and some of the other shit that the majority party yeah. in the country has done in, in support of his agenda that I obviously don't, don't agree with. Don't agree with. Um, but we, we both tend not to agree with some of the stuff, you know, more than others. Mm -hmm. My worst uh, news story of this year, dude, is all the sexual assault shit with all the people... Particularly, yeah, it's so the sad one, they're getting caught. The, <laughs> particularly, the one that hurt me I'm the most. Was, absolutely joking. Was, <laughs> was Louis? Because you know we're both big fans of his. I do love Louis C.K. Man, that's a. But you know what? Kudos to him for stepping up and saying, "Yeah, man, I did it. I abused my power. Uh, that's me. My yeah. bad." It's crazy to think that it we we are where we are in the history of our species, uh -huh. and we're still treating women, women this, this way. way. Yeah. Um, this sucks, it it sucks. I, as you know, you got a daughter. I got two of them, uh -huh. and it's weird because you know you still have some of that shit in you as a dude, right? Like, you're oh yeah, like, all I'm, the time. I'm, yeah, I'm the man. I'm the father. Yeah, like, yeah, all the time. You know, whatever. But you're trying to raise two girls. We ain't gonna put up with that shit yep. from their dude. Mm -hmm. So it's always an interesting dichotomy. Yeah, but it's 
at, at some point, you know, we all as a, as a society need to really think long and hard about what is the truth in how we behave. Yeah. And we do not behave in a way that shows women respect. that we respect them. Yeah. And it sucks, dude. Yeah, man. It really does. It really does. All right, brother. So you had a very amazing fucking choice for this last one, which is your wild prediction for 2018. Yeah. So wild prediction for 2018. Something that's off the wall. It can, it cannot be Trump tweets dumb shit. Like, right. that, that's not a wild prediction. He's going to do it. My wild prediction for 2018 is that alien life will be confirmed by a reputable government. Now, look, I'm not saying that it would be our government to say it, but... One like of, Canada or something. Yeah, yeah, one of the big governments is going to publish a report and say, yes, there is intelligent life out there beyond us. I think that it's coming. I think that we are getting, and news media is starting to prepare us for it because um, you recently, a couple of weeks ago, you had all over CNN and a couple of the other news stations was that there was a department that lost its funding and you know they're they're gone now but there was a department just to look for intelligent life and to investigate all of the UFO sightings and then that video came out of the air, air force video of guys flying jets and it's a pill just flying in the air and then it disappears it flies off yeah so i think this year we are going to get we get it we get we get a government saying yes I don't think that this government's going to come out and say, yes, and they've been living with us the whole time. Sure. No. But I think that there's going to be a government that's going to come out and say, yeah, listen, we have enough evidence to prove that there is intelligent life outside of our our solar system. Interesting. I thought that was – listen, I, I'd like to put up a poll on whether they think your or mine is more likely. Okay. My bold prediction for 2018 okay. is that George R. R. Martin will put out the winds of winter. <laughs> I think yours is more likely than mine. I don't think so. Really? It's my bold prediction, so I should be backing it. Yeah. But the more and more I think about it, dude, like 2017 came and went, and we haven't heard a peep about that. Nope. Book. You're absolutely right. And there was a lot of rumors about that book. like at the- In 2016, oh, yeah. everybody believed it was coming, it out. Was coming out 2017. Yep. Yep. And 2017 came and went, and nobody mentioned it. Nobody talked about it. Like, mm-hmm. I would... In 2016, I had this routine, right? Like, I would – well, I have a routine anyway. Whenever I go on my phone, I rotate around, like, six or seven – through six or seven sites, right? Like ESPN, da da Ringer, so on and so forth. So one of the things I would I would do, I would every every other day or every couple of days, I would check an up, see if there was an update for Darksiders, the game, uh-huh. if there was, like, an announcement for Part 3, and if there was any news on Winds of Winter. I don't tweet or whatever, so I would have to just, like, Google Winds of Winter – and then I'd see what the couple of the top news stories were that would come out. And that was, I did that shit every, like weekly, at least daily, probably in some stretches. Dude, I didn't do that shit once this year. Because just there was yeah, no man. chatter. There was nothing that nothing. gave you hope. So I, I'm well, going to. So the, the next season of, of Game of Thrones starts 2019. Is that what it is? Or is they haven't said. It, it's either late 2018 or early 2019. I would be very, I wouldn't be very, I would, I would be very surprised if he, if he released it before the show ends. The, the show ends. I think uh, he releases it after the show ends. 
Because that no, would no, be think about brutal. This. No, but think about this. He releases it after the show ends. Everybody wins because then the people on the show can say, "Our our this basic this the show ending is nothing like the book." And George R. R. Martin can say, "Yeah, it's nothing like the book. You want to you need to read the book." You know what I mean? That they're two totally separate things. Boom. Because, you know, we talked about it over the course of seasons. Once they started to get further and further away from the books, they kind of diverged. They did whatever they wanted to. So now what's going to happen is, oh, you just saw the end of it. Now read how George See, but thinks it's going to I thought that because he's had um, some differences of opinion with the showrunners and oh, yeah, HBO yeah, yeah. or whatever, yeah. that he finally put out just to be like, fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. Uh, Maybe, but I, I still think there's just too much money in it. Uh, that's my yeah. That's it. That's I, a- I I'm gonna. I think that should be like the centerpiece of our Instagram post. Okay. So, and you see if we get like that, we're gonna get it. Or maybe you could do like a little, little, little live video. And then we'll do it. Yeah. Where they have to choose one or whatever. But I don't know. I'll do that shit. I'll do it. But yeah, uh, aliens or winds of winter. Okay. And no guys, if you listen to the show, you want to email us your opinion on either one of those two. Either one. On which one. You or think tell it's us if our, more likely. Tell, tell, us our, tell us if our list is shit. Yeah. Hit us up in general on the topic, but I really, really am interested in seeing what you guys think about the bull prediction. That's, <laughs> okay. That's the one that I'm kind of like, like jazzed about. All right. All right, hey. guys. So please remember yeah. to review and rate the show. Rate the show. You can find it on Apple Podcast, Podbean, Google Play, Pocket Cast. And anywhere else you want to find the pod. Uh, oh, and SoundCloud. Uh, every every new episode. episode, SoundCloud. Because we're too cheap. Yeah. We're way too cheap. Make sure you guys rate us five stars if you hate us five stars if you love us all the time, every day. Make sure you guys check us out on Instagram. Our Instagram page is at, at Back of the Bus Podcast. Yeah. And send us an email. Our email is Back of the Bus Miami at gmail.com. For some reason, I was going to start that off with an at Back of the Bus. And I was like, no, that's not how you start emails, dumbass. No. Guys, thank you very much for listening. We will be back in two weeks. Have a happy and safe New Year. Stay away from guns. Do not shoot them off. Lou, you are the man. Thank you for emailing us. Jacob Cross, you got a shout out, but you, you know, you know, stay safe, buddy. Stay up the cycles. All right. All right, guys. Peace out. See you next time. Shout out to Mike's Life for finally accepting our friend request on Instagram. Ha ha ha!